Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, guys. You're now listening to the Winners Club podcast. Guys, if you are listening, we are a business podcast. And ultimately, we just want to teach you guys the business tips that we've gone through to ultimately have you be a boss at business. And Brian, what is our slogan? Where even when we don't win, we learn and learning is a form of winning. Let's go. Let's go. So today we got the number one co-host in the world, PJ. That's me. Also joined by our host, Brian Tran. What's up, guys? And back again, our special guest, favorite special guest, Brandon Tran. Always happy to be here, guys. Cool, cool. So this is a business podcast and we talk about everything, man, from relationships practicality and business mentality all that stuff but let's take it to the basics i want to ask you guys how do you start a business and what is the definition of a business to you guys i want to start off with there i think the the basic definition of a business uh, i don't know the dictionary term but the basics is you know creating commerce Mm -hmm. right you either to to sell buy and then ultimately turn a profit that's Mm -hmm. business so if you're a little kid out there and you're selling lemonade for five cents, ten cents, mm-hmm. hey, as long as you turn a profit, you're a business, right? Yeah. Um, keep it simple. I think people always think it's so complicated. A business could be a service that you provide. A business can be a product that you're selling. Mm-hmm. It can be a course. It can be just as long as you're just, you're doing something to make money. Yeah, that's a business. As long as there's profit, that's considered a business. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Also, too, I want to ask. Brandon, this is a question for you. Do you think realtors is a business? It should be. It should treat it like a business. Yeah. Bring it in. I, I think that most, so in order to understand, there are multiple types of businesses, mm-hmm. mainly just two. But if you look at the uh, Robert Kiyosaki's uh, cash flow quadrant, mm-hmm. right? You have the E, mm-hmm. you have the S, mm-hmm. you have the I and the B, I'm going to mix up them up somewhere. So the E is employee, mm-hmm. the uh, S is self-employed, and then you have uh, the B, which is the business, and then you have I, which is the investor. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And so most of the people that I know that are realtors, they operate in the S. Mm-hmm. They're self-employed. Mm-hmm. You can call it a business because technically, yes, they are out, they're hustling, they're bustling, they're turning a profit. Mm-hmm. But they basically just bought themselves a job. Yeah. I think the higher level when you're talking about business is you basically have systems, people, mm-hmm. CEOs, COOs, mm-hmm. right? And they run the company. Yeah. And if you're a real boss, you mm-hmm. just own the company. Yeah. Like you're, you're like a chairman. Mm-hmm. And so... There are different different uh, different definitions. Mm-hmm. We can go into a way more advanced, but I think today's podcast you kind of want to keep it simple. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, Definitely. but I wanted to just say that so that people understand that there are levels to this. Yeah, definitely. I think that's some uh, some good things to note, especially for the listeners. That there is different types of business that you can right. There is levels. You know, they're all the they're all good though. You know, stepping onto that whether or not you're making profit. That's a win. So, yeah, I want to ask one more question, Brandon. Brandon, do you think that like the best realtors and the ones that do win and succeed and go long should run their their real estate, you know, agent, realtor stuff as a business? 
It depends on their goals. I mean, some some people are like solo agents. Some people run teams. Mm -hmm. There's a business in itself like mm -hmm. that. Uh, the way I was thinking about it is more kind of on a holistic level, kind of what Brian was saying. There's these levels, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, at least, you know, the real estate is the, you know, it solves the need. It solves the problem. It brings mm -hmm. the money in and that money funnels into the bigger business of what I'm doing is the investing, mm -hmm. you know, and then that let allows me to have power to go out and do yeah. other deals. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Self. So it's like bridging the gap, right? If you could apply the business towards your yourself as a realtor, it will eventually lead on to like real estate investing and so on forth businesses in the future. Yeah. Just it's allowing me to, to grow the next step yeah. using it as a stepping stone versus just, being in the business every single day and, and being in that same grind. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're stuck in that kind of rat race of just, you know, chasing that next commission over and over and over. I like it. All right. All right. Let's get straight into it guys. So how do you start a business? The easiest way is you go on bizbysell.com mm -hmm. and you look for a business that you like mm -hmm. that you can buy. That's already running, that already has employees, mm -hmm. already have a book of business, and has that establishment that you know you, you're basically guaranteed to make X amount if you just take over and run it the way that it's been running. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the easiest. It's how I buy businesses now. Mm -hmm. I don't like to start anything ground up mm -hmm. uh, anymore. I've learned that last year. It's just you know you, you're dumping money in and you're. You're just like, okay, I don't know if, if we're going to make it or we're going to make how much money. Mm -hmm. Most of the times if you buy a business that's already been in business for like five, six years, seven years, mm -hmm. the longer the better, and they have a track record of making a million dollars in gross revenue a year, you can expect that if I take over this business, it's going to continue to do the same. Yeah. Right? Now, the goal is obviously come in and up the uh, revenue mm -hmm. either by introducing new management better products, better customer service. There are things that you can do to make it higher, mm -hmm. but that's the simplest way. Mm -hmm. Buy an existing business. Mm -hmm. You can buy a coffee shop. You can buy whatever it is, mm -hmm. but it's just more, It's it may cost more. Mm -hmm. It may cost more to buy a business than it is to start it from the ground up. Mm -hmm. But again, what what are you buying? You're buying something that's guaranteed to make what it says it's making. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the first step, the easiest step. Now, you yeah. don't have money, okay? And you want to, I guess, first figure out what it is that you want to do. Is it a service base? Mm -hmm. Being a realtor, being an attorney, being an architect? These mm -hmm. are service-based things. Or a construction worker? Or do you have a product? Yeah. Once you establish that, you know, figure out, I, I say the first thing you want to do is figure out, does this service or product mm -hmm. have a big enough market cap where I'm at mm -hmm. for me to make what I want to make? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I want to sell cupcakes on the side of the road? Probably not because how much money can I realistically make from that? Yeah. That industry. Yeah. I can create a cupcake store maybe. Yeah. But if I'm going to start there, you got to understand what are you getting into it and how much are you going to get out of it? Yeah. So that's the first step. Brandon, you want to take it away? Is what, like, what do you think? Take it yeah, back. Yeah. So, so you got the idea, right? 
you first have obviously have to have that idea. So yeah, let's so go first, into the next step. The, the idea is, you know, find some a, a solution that yeah. needs solving. Yeah. Or a, a a gap that needs to fill. Yeah. Right. The second step, um, exactly what he said, and mm-hmm. then the third step I would say is put the right team in place. Yeah. Figure out there's a market, and if there is, surround yourself with the right partner or the right people. Yeah. That can help bring your vision to life. Yeah. Yeah, not even partners because some people don't want partners, but like a mentor mm-hmm. or somebody who's going to be able to guide you and make sure you don't hit some of the basic hurdles and yeah. uh, roadblocks. Yeah. Or even the right employee. you know, that's yeah. Someone that can fill the gaps in your knowledge that you don't have. Yeah. I really like what you said, Brandon. We were like, oh, like a business is finding a problem and then the business is a solution, right? Because I hear that all the time, like, the greatest like entrepreneurs, greatest businesses, they're just solving a problem, right? Whether it was like, you know, Instagram, Facebook, or, you know, Google, even like Tesla, right? They filled in the gap of moving to a greener source of energy, right? Problem and solution. So I think too, for all the listeners who want to start a successful business, find something that's already a problem, go find the solution. And that's probably a winning product right there. Yeah, I mean, it's like some of the coolest stories. Like I listen to like the, you know, the how I built this podcast. Yeah. A lot of those businesses are just normal people. Just like, you know, my my luggage broke. It was a crappy luggage. I wanted something cool. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear stuff like that all the time. something cool, you know. So that's the ground up way. But like Brian said, biz, buy, sell, buying a business. Yeah. That's the, if you have the bankroll, that's the easier way. Yeah. Yeah, for But sure. here's the thing. You don't need bankroll. Because you can use SBA, you can do SBA financing. Yeah. You can do uh, seller financing. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there are a lot of sellers that would sell their business because they're looking to retire. They don't actually need the money. Mm-hmm. And they would be willing to, and because they know that the business makes money, mm-hmm. they'll be like, okay, you owe me 200000 mm-hmm. Pay me 3000 a month until you pay it off. Yeah. Right? It, it, it takes... People always get so hung up on like it. You need money to make money. No, you need access to money. You don't need your own money. Yeah. You just need somebody else to give you the money. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, I don't have rich mom, rich dad." Well, I just told you guys that most of the times when you buy properties or buy businesses, you can get the seller mm-hmm. to finance the transaction. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me, well, go go research it because I don't know what to tell you. It happens, and it happens a lot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So we got the idea down. You know what we want to do. What's the next steps? You know, I create a business plan. Business plan. Do you think they're important to 100% because you need a map. Mm -hmm. You need a map. You don't wing anything because what what happens without a map is you kind of get lost Mm -hmm. and you don't know which direction to really go into. Sounds so simple, but guys in your business plan, it should be a couple of things and, and you know, we can go, on and on and on. My, my business plans are sometimes very short because mm-hmm. I've gotten good at it. I do a one-pager. Mm-hmm. What problem are we solving? Brandon mentioned that. What is a service or product, mm-hmm. right? The third thing is I look at how, what's the market cap mm-hmm. in my area. Like if it's, if it's a real estate agent, how much money can I make in San Francisco? Average home is 1.5. Average commission, $35,000, $40,000, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. You want to do a SWOT. A SWOT analysis is strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is, Google it. And you want to write it all out. What are, what are my strengths, right? What are my weaknesses? Because
Because if you, the quicker you can identify your weaknesses, when you start making money, you hire that person to to strengthen your weakness. Yeah. What are the opportunities, right? In business, you got to figure out if I'm going to just open up any regular burrito shop, what makes me different from everybody else? That's the opportunity. Yeah. And what are my threats? Same thing with the burrito shop. Is there a taqueria down the street? Is it taqueria up the street? Mm. You know, what are they offering? How much, like if, if we're only getting uh, 200 people a day on foot traffic and there's one up the street, don't you think that you're going to lose 50% to them? Mm-hmm. So those are some of the threats you have to think about because this will allow you to figure out maybe you shouldn't start the business here or maybe you shouldn't focus the, on this kind of business in this particular area because it's just not a big enough needs or there's too much threats yeah, and not enough opportunities for you to really scale it and blow it up. For sure. Okay. For sure. The third thing is you got to figure out, and this is kind of important, but it's the, it's the financials. Mm-hmm. In every business, you need to figure out, okay, how long can I operate this business at a red or a, a negative until it's time to just give up? Mm-hmm. You have to think about these things because, you know, businesses take money. Yeah. Do, do you have access to the money to keep the business afloat long enough yeah. to keep it going and reserves to keep you uh, safe from rainy days just in case? Yeah. And then what are the, what are your goals with the prop uh, in, in the, in my, my, uh, my one pager, I usually write down, what is the goal mm-hmm. in year one, three and five? Yeah. Like, am I looking to build this company or business and then sell it? Mm. Or am I building it to make X amount of cash flow per month? Yeah. You have to write this stuff down because if you don't have a goal, it's easy to just get fed up with, uh, the business. Yeah. But it's also with the right goals, you know how to operate it a little bit differently. Yeah. Like people, if you're going to build a business to sell, it's going to be very much different than if you're going to build a business to keep for long lasting. Yeah. Right. I've heard that. Before. What else, Brandon? What am I missing? I think you covered most of it. Yeah. I mean, I think those steps definitely are crucial. I mean, for me, this approach is very, very calculated, which I think is needed for sure. Um, you know, what you're saying is, you know, do the research see your goals, see any type of problems, eliminate all type of risks, errors that could happen. Yeah. So you're prepared for this bumpy road. Yeah. And the thing with like these business plans is they, they change. So you go back and you revisit them. Like mm-hmm. we were at um, the side conference and we saw, you know, Magic Johnson was our keynote speaker. He still redoes his SWAT every single couple months. Yeah. You know, cause you know, your opportunities are always changing. Your threats are always changing. Your competition is changing, so you have to make sure that you're adapting with it yeah, and, and planning. That's how you keep going. The last step is just start. I like it. Probably going to miss a bunch of other stuff, and I'm going to use a couple of examples, but the last step is just start. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, sometimes you can get analysis paralysis. That's why I keep it to one page, and if it makes sense for me, mm-hmm. I just start. Always just start. Yeah. For so sure. let me bring up uh, an example real quick. Um, how we started Focus Media. And I'll walk you guys through it so that you guys can see the thought process. So I hired my cousin, Jonathan. Uh, he, was, he, he was good with the cameras. I was like, okay, I'm going to take social media very seriously. Why don't you start doing videos? Like intern for me for a month. I think when he was still in college his last year. Yeah. Then he started shooting. We started doing Instagram reels, TikToks, and all that stuff. And then I started seeing like success. 
And then I started seeing people ask, like, hey, who's doing your stuff? And I said, well, it's my little cousin. Oh, yeah. can he do it for me? No. At the time, it was no because he's salaried and he works. He, he was on my payroll. Yeah. And so if it does, it's not fair for me if he goes to work somewhere else. And yeah. that, so that didn't make any sense. But I was like, okay, hmm, didn't think about that. A month goes by, we pump out content. I'm starting to see, like, okay, social media is legit. Yeah. Like, this is bringing in business. This is actually bringing a lot of attention, a lot of audience, a lot of eyeballs. And then on top of it, you know, we're real estate agents. So I was like, okay, real, like people taking photos and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Like that's a real business. We looked back and I was like, okay, I spent X amount last year just on our team. Yeah. Spent this much on video and photos in marketing. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of money. Imagine all the agents in, the, in our, you know, county. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So that was a solution. People asked me, and when you start, that's how it is. When people start yeah. asking you for stuff, yeah, that's yeah, typically yeah. a business idea. For sure. It was the per, the problem and the business idea really presented itself yep. to you right there. When he said, who does your editing? Who does your videos? Yep. Like if people are asking, okay, yep. this needs to be filled. So fast forward. I, so that was planted in my head, but he, my, my cousin went back to school. And I was like, okay, I planted the seed. I said, what are you going to do after college? Yeah. You're going to get a job or do you want to start this? Mm -hmm. but I'm fast. So I, I've been doing this long enough to know like, okay, there's an opportunity. I'm a jump. So he graduated and I said, okay, so you're going to get a job. He goes, no, I'm going to start this. Okay. Let's, let's work out the plan. Mm -hmm. How much money can we make? Like we just broke down. What's the market cap look like? Right. Do you remember by any chance? Do you remember how much he said you guys can make? I don't remember. I think it was like 20 or 30,000 a month. Solid. Right. Like, Okay, this is pretty easy. Like you think about it, every a full listing package is a thousand bucks. That's mm -hmm. photo, drone, video, reel, mm -hmm. four things, right? And you figure there are, I mean, we knew this because we're realtors, but I knew that you know we have like at least what a couple thousand transactions. Now, granted, a couple thousand because it's in Alameda County, where we are. It's Alameda County, San Mateo County, San Francisco County, and all the way up to Marin. And, and South Bay. Yeah. Right? Santa Clara County. So I was like, okay, dude, just those, that little area alone, there's thousands of homes that need photo shoots and all that stuff. And then there are thousands of realtors who are looking to get into social media. Yeah. So I say, okay, if he does 30 a month. Yeah. Right? Two, two, some days two, some day one. So we kind of worked it out. Yeah. I looked at the schedule. The company will pull in 30 grand. Yeah. And then I looked at our competitors. I did the SWAT and I looked at our competitors. Aerial Canvas. Envision, uh, some of the other ones I forgot their name now, but I'm like, dude, these are big companies, yeah. huge companies, and they're like multi million dollar companies because they're doing big revenue. They're in multiple cities, yeah. Okay, so they're scale, they're it's scalable. So I say, okay, I like that business, and so walk worked in. Next thing was we had to figure out what equipment list we needed, how yeah. much is that, how what's the startup cost, yeah, and then before before you can continue going, yeah, right now to fill in the audience. This is the business plan part. Like, exactly. Like, quit. Yeah, this list, is part of the business this. plan. Like, what's going through my head? Finding the errors, the, the opportunities. This is, this is that stage that he's describing right yep. now. And so then, luckily, I have the funding. Yeah. So I said, okay, what's your... I have the... Uh, my cousin, who's also a co-founder, I said, what's your salary? We established a salary. So the mm. company has to bring an X amount. But I know that in the beginning months, okay, it might be slow. Yeah. So I said, we have to put in this much to make sure that we have a, a runway, six months runway in business. Yeah. Because this is a new business. So we, we, we found that out. I put the money in the account and we started. 
that's it. Like, okay, then what do we focus on? Well, we focus on marketing. Okay. If you're a new business, nobody knows who the hell you are. So the first thing you got to do is you got to get out there and be quick to market. Okay. That's all we spent money on. What was your strategy? Phone calls. We were running phone calls, making videos on Instagram. We were doing email blasts. Those were the, honestly the two things. Obviously, yeah. I have connections, so we we pulled in. Yeah. And we got to use some people's stuff. And we were like, okay, hey, we'll do it for half off or sometimes even free. Yeah. Just get out there. Why did you do it for free? Let me ask. Because sometimes exposure. realtors, yeah, it's exposure, but realtors are so set on using certain, like, their go-to people. Yeah. Like, even at a discount, they're like, nah. Yeah. Do it for free. Just give them a try. Yeah. And then hire your guy too. Mm-hmm. See which one you like better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody loves a good deal. Yeah. So that's what it was. And I mean, the first month I think broke even. Okay. Like it like we didn't weren't negative. It just made enough to pay him and uh the editing and all that stuff, editing team. And then like it, it grew quick. It was like seven grand revenue or eight grand revenue and then twelve. 18, 20, 22, 24, 25,000, like quick. Yeah. And then obviously we kind of grew too fast. We made some mistakes along the way because I'm not in the, the editing business, but we, we kind of, we grew, we grew the team so big Yeah. that the payroll got so high that that's when I was like, okay, we, we had to scale back. Yeah. And also December market rolled around, November market rolled around. It got slowed. So we all, look, I'm, I'm still normal. making mistakes. It's I just want to let you guys know, I'm still making mistakes. Yeah. Granted, like we were quick to pivot. Yeah. And so we cut quick when we needed to cut and we made sure to just always focus on the marketing, always yeah. getting the name out there, yeah. doing more jobs. Yeah. Which, you know, it's an amazing story. And however you did make some mistakes, but you did make the company go zero to a six figure company within a year. Yeah. Which are really good for a business, really yeah. good numbers for a business. And mistakes are always going to happen, whether whether you think you're an expert in the market, just like you said, you're a realtor coming from the real estate side and offering a service to them, still make mistakes. It's yeah, inevitable. This year, we'll, we won't make yeah. the same mistakes. Yeah. This year, I expect us to do better and, and profit more. Yeah. But a lot of you guys out there listening, like, you guys are afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. You guys are afraid that you're going to fail. Yeah. Guys, you it's you'll get better. Yeah. And you'll get faster. Nobody's perfect. Well, it took I, me a long time to create my first six-figure company. Yeah. Right? Now I'm chasing to create seven figures only. Yeah. But now it's easy to create like for me to create a six-figure company is pretty easy. Yeah. But it got easy because you just keep starting. You just start and you get better. You keep doing, you make mistakes, you fail forward. I like it. Like I think the story that you told gives the audience a lot of insight on really what it takes to build a business from scratch and to make it into something. However, I want to I want to battle this. You did have a lot of resources, some might say, because you were in real estate already, you had maybe the funds, and you kind of had the know-how on the direction a little bit more than any other business. And I want to I want to ask you guys, I think getting the first client is the most important. I think it's probably the biggest things for someone who starts a new business. So I want to ask a situation, how you guys would do it if it was something completely random that you don't know. So Brandon, I'm going to say 
let's say you're trying to open a plant shop and Brian, Brian, you open a, a clothing store. How right. would you get your first client or maybe a clothing company for you? Well, Brandon, I mean, I would, I would hit up the closest people to me first. Yeah. If I'm doing plants, I'm going to have to go, you know, what's my idea? Yeah. I'm going to make this cool plant with this cool vase. Yeah. And I'm going to start, you know, I might have to, have to give out the first couple for free. Yeah. Give it at a, at a discount. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to make money off the first, you know, 50, 60 plants maybe, but if I can get those plants out and just get some people talking about it, yeah. know, get it on social media or, yeah, you know, just get people, get the buzz going. So you would start with your friends first, friends and family? Friends and family. I think that's always a good place to start. Yeah. I mean, that is always a good way, right? Yeah, that's, you know, that's your immediate reach. And then you hit your social media reach where you're you yeah. know, reaching out to everyone else. Yeah. It's free now to pick up your phone and, you know, make a video, make a cool thing and blast ads on that and, and see where it takes you. Yeah. I like that. What about you, Brian? If I were to start a clothing business, and and so where am I? I'm I'm like I'm not. I don't have my connections. I don't have anything, right? Yeah, you don't have nothing. Yeah, you don't really have anything. All right, cool. What would you do? Do I have enough money to actually create product, though? Sure, you have products. All right, cool. So if I have products, the ease, the first thing I do, depending on how much product I have, I would start getting my product into stores. Yeah. Because I now the other option is you get it into influencers, but that might get expensive, and they don't. If you don't have that relationship, they don't yeah. care about you. Yeah. Right? But you can get into, like, maybe some of the smaller influencers who have, like, 3,000, 2,000 yeah, yeah. followers that have real followers. Mm-hmm. I'd reach out to them and say, hey, man, your 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 message, your branding kind of links up with my core value in my clothing company. Yeah. Let's just say, if I, before I even start the clothing company, what is, what is it? What does your brand stand for? Mm-hmm. Nike's just do it. It's athletic, right? When you wear it, it makes you feel sporty mm-hmm. so figure out what your clothing is designed for what is your logo what is your message that's yeah. the first thing then i go look for influencers that are small mm-hmm. and say hey do you mind rocking my shirt i'll send it to you for free can you post it and just see if like people like it because it, it really aligns with your story yeah like my brand's about strength and yeah uh sobriety yeah whatever it is i don't know with the idea that yeah is exposure okay that's the first part mm-hmm. second thing i do again i would go to every single clothing store mm-hmm. and say hey man i tell you what do you mind if you carry my shirts yeah they look like this again you know i'm not gonna go into like a women's boutique but like something like you got to figure out what uh, store will attract the same audience. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, do you mind if I put some of my stuff up there? Yeah. And then just like maybe sell it. And if you sell it, you get it. You you'll keep a percentage of the profit, right? That's how stores yeah. make money. I would do that with every single store. Yeah. Obviously, once you get in the store, I post like, hey, our clothing's here. Yeah. Or we do pop ups. Hey, yeah. I'll be at the farmers market. I'll sling shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the hustle. Yeah. That I would have to do if I didn't have my connections and my reach and my money. Yeah. So it's about how many people can you get your hand? Uh, how many, how many people's hands can you get your product into? Yeah. And so that's how you do it. That's the grassroots route for sure. And then I would, you know, hopefully reinvest the money, and I would start running ads. Yeah. Ads are expensive, but now that my clothing's on 
like I have the clout, like, hey, we're, we're carried here, we're carried here. Yeah, yeah. This person's wearing it, they're rocking yeah. it, you're getting a little buzz. Yeah. Boom. Run the ads. Yo, I like it. A full business plan yeah. for anybody trying to build a plant shop. Or Granted, it's company. harder than it is, right? Like, you of gotta course. go knock, you're probably gonna get a thousand no's, like, of no, course. your shirt's ugly, I can't carry your shirt. Yeah, course, you have to figure out you know? where, where your niche is. You yeah. Know? What I would want to really say is, even though I'm giving you guys two completely things that are, are new to you, you still have ideas, right? And you're basing it, you're not basing this off wishful thinking, which is I, what I feel like a lot of people who come into business and they want their first client, it's off of wishful thinking. Yeah, I'm going to post it on Instagram and get a sell. Bro, nobody knows you and what the hell you do. You got to yeah. go out there and sell. You got to try. And yeah, you got to go out there and pitch yourself. Yeah. It's funny because you, you said clothing. My little cousin's trying to start a clothing yeah. shirt company. I think his design's kind of whatever, but he's 15. I'm like, okay, well, who's this for? Yeah. Oh, I could sell it at school. Uh, you sure? Yeah. Like, bro, would they pay 30 bucks for your shirt or a Nike shirt? Yeah. Unless your shirt has a meaning behind it. Like, yeah. yo... I don't know. You know, I, I that that takes time. I don't I can't think of it off the top of my head. That's, for sure. That's creative. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But trying though, trying to get that first client, doing whatever you have to take, whatever it takes, and really thinking about it. Don't go out, sit there, and just feel like it's gonna come to you just because you started a business or you changed your, your Instagram name to business owner or whatever you think. You guys have to do, have to try. Exposure is a really big thing. So mm -hmm. think of creative ways that you can expose your business for free, especially in the beginning when you have no money. Yeah. And ads, utilize ads in the future. But we're just getting started. So, so guys, what do you think after somebody gets their first client, what do they do? What is it? What is important and crucial for them? <laughs> Make sure that the client, that, that client experience is like magical. And if you mess up somewhere somehow, make it right. Yeah, because the f the first couple clients are probably the most important. Yeah. And in the beginning when you don't have a reputation, every positive feedback is so impactful. Yeah. And the more the word spreads, the faster you'll be successful. And like I said, if you screw up, make sure it's right. You fix it. I like that. What, what are your thoughts on that, Brandon? Yeah, it's kind of like twofold too. Like one... You get the positive reinforcement for yourself. Yeah. That. And then two, if you give a positive customer experience, yeah, they're going to spread that. Yeah. You know, so when it comes to the next sale and the next sale, yeah, then you have a uh, good, goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. Collect data as much as you can. Mm -hmm. So get reviews. Uh, yeah. Get reviews. I'm obviously if a clothing shop as that example, you want to collect the data, the yeah. email, so that you can blast them with your next launch or yeah. your next deep, like, so they're in the loop. You want to yeah. basically put them into your ecosystem. Yeah. And so that they're following you, they're watching you. Yeah. And they feel like they're growing with you. <laughs> if you do that, then that's how you retain and do better business in the future. Yeah. I think what you said is the biggest thing. Your first customer Make it an experience. Yeah. Make it one that they can remember. I'm going to go away from the clothing and the plant shop because yeah. that was just a very good example. However, to the media company, that first experience, it's like, wow. Oh, like, if you screw up, they're never calling you again. Exactly. Period. Oh. On the opposite, 
if you do an amazing job, you're a cool person to work with, your prices are great, like you're fun, blah, blah, blah. They're going to go and, and they're going to tell another person, which yep. is your next client. Now you have five clients. I mean, like you said, like a lot of the realtors that were creatures of habit, you know? Yeah. Like we want things done a certain way, but mm-hmm. if you have the right person, it goes right and smooth and good price every time. Mm-hmm. You're going to get that continued business. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it helped that the, you know, he came into a family of realtors. Yeah. That we know what we want. Definitely. This is how you do it. This is where the other companies kind of messed up that you could do a little better. Definitely. He streamlined the process. And then from there, it's just, you know, I, Definitely. I don't have to ask questions anymore. Yeah, exactly. Also, too, I think despite that, I mean, all the principles of business is really the same, right? You it, To the core, it's, you did a good job. It Had you not, even though you had the resources, you had the connects, if you guys did a horrible job, it every nobody would work with you. Yeah. Nobody would work with you, right? So I think just the simple principles of going the long way for, for your customer, making their experience good, knowing your market, knowing your competitors is really, in the beginning, really all you need to win, to win and scale up to six figures, like you're saying, multiple six figures, you guys agree? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. So, well, guys, we can go off and off and off on this topic. I love business, and so uh, maybe on the next court, next podcast, we'll go a little bit deeper into more advanced stuff that we think about into how you can create a business that you don't have to physically trade time for, trade time and money. Yeah. Uh, no, trade time for money, and instead use money to buy time. That create more money. Yep. Right? That's a big one. So we'll end it there, PJ. What do you think? Let's wrap it there, man. I think, honestly, there's a lot of gems. It was a little bit, had some advanced touches on it to opening a business, which is great coming from experienced business owners over here. So I just want everybody who's listening to really, really watch this again, write notes because there's a lot of gems in here that's going to take you a long way on your first business, all the way from the plans, the first clients, creative marketing. I'm just going to leave it at that, guys. Leave us a five-star reviews. Make sure you comment, you like, you subscribe, and hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.